This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Now, hear this. The Houting Health and Wellness uh, MEC Nomantu Nkomoradihuku has expressed concern about the growing number of unclaimed bodies in the custody of the province's forensic pathologic services. There are at least 938 unidentified bodies in Gauteng mortuaries. Yesterday, the MEC called on families who are missing relatives uh, to visit mortuaries to see if their relatives uh, are there. Well, and uh, as you, it's, it's actually very interesting to look at the numbers of where most of these bodies are found. As you'd expect, Johannesburg has uh, uh, the largest number. Well, you would have thought Johannesburg would have the largest number, but actually the largest number is actually in Pretoria, where they have 263 unidentified bodies. Let's find out more. Go join on the spokesperson by the Department of the Department of Health uh, in Gauteng. Good morning to you and thank you for your time. Morning, sir. Uh, thank you for having us. All right. So, um, you know, I've, when we say a body is unidentified, obviously, I mean, it, that it, it, it's self explanatory, but uh, when does it actually become a concern? After how long of uh, receiving the body uh, do you then start to classify it as a, well, or, or at least where you, it becomes a cause for concern? Because it might be that, I mean, it takes a day or two, then people will come and claim the body. But uh, beyond that, when we are documenting these numbers that I've just listed here, um, these are bodies that have been identified for what period? Um, look, the, within seven days, usually, mm. um, the family or the relatives would present themselves mm. at our facilities to um, identify and just start with the proceedings to lay their loved ones to rest. Mm. So, once a deceased body is not uh, claimed or identified within the seven days, um, then the next process would be that of taking fingerprints or s- sending the fingerprints to the South African um, Police Service Criminal Record Center for identification. We will also send them to Home Affairs for matching with their records mm. uh, in terms of to just to check as to who this person is and so forth. In some instances, when that process is done, you find that maybe you are able to identify who the person is. The next issue might be that the issue of tracking the family, which is something that the SAPS or whoever's investigating the case in this instance would then follow up on that, at least when an address is known. Sometimes you find, you find that... Uh, Montalata listened like Limbobo 15, 20 years ago at the particular known address, but which uh, is when they maybe would have opened their ID, but uh, they, they no longer reside in that particular address anymore, and you can't really trace them further beyond the fact that maybe on the system you can see who this person was, uh, and then they, they would also fall under people that uh, in this instance you have identified uh, them but they are unclaimed because you can't trace the next of kin. Mm. But then we have other categories of people who you can't identify, you can't even, and obviously once you can't identify, it makes it difficult to go into the next phase. Once that phase has been exhausted, then the law says that by law, within 30 days, you can actually then apply for a purpose, uh, a burial in terms of mm. um, the, 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 and it works in different ways in the sense that if a Mutalatale was uh, body was found 
somewhere in Ekurulene. It means that that body would be classified as uh, belonging to Ekurulene. And then after some time, you would then look at how many bodies you have that are belonging to Ekurulene. Make an application to the local authority. Because remember, they are the, the, the local authorities would then be responsible for mm. the proper burial there. So if someone was to die in the custody of, say, the police, then the police would then be responsible for granting that person a proper burial. So it depends on where the person passed on and right. who their me, responsibility is. Let me ask you this as well in terms of the profile of the people that you, the bodies that you have. Are these people that would have died of, um, you know, unnatural causes? In other words, maybe those that had been killed or, you know, is this a variety or, or yeah, just give us a sense of the kind of people that you end up with that are unidentified or the kind of bodies that end up being unidentified. It's a, it's a variety of people. Mm. It's, all, it's a variety of people. There will be those that are unnatural causes. Then there will be those that demise. Maybe a person was admitted at a health facility. Mm. But even then, we could not identify who they are when they presented themselves at a health facility. Then the fact that we can't identify you does not mean that we stop treating you uh, because we can still mess with back to life and right. well, you can indicate where you come from and so forth. So you will have those that will have demised as a facility because, uh, but we still do not know who they were. But you will have others that the police uh, would have, uh, maybe there was an incident, someone got killed in an incident, or a body got found somewhere. So it's, it's all sorts of people that uh, actually end up being brought to the government notaries for us to uh, keep them, keep their bodies in storage until some time that uh, they, 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 they were able to identify the next of kin. Right. And then, uh, um, I mean, in terms, you, you have said like 30, within 30 days is when you are legally entitled to now, um, you know, I won't say dispose of, but, but that's when you can mm. bury the body. So you are only compelled to keep the bodies for a period of 30 days. Um, how do, how the system works to do that? Um, within 30 days, you can make them, after 30 days, you are able to make that application. Remember, it's not an automatic process that now this mm. has passed. Mm. It means the following day we are bearing. Because they, the, 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 the bodies might be in our custody in terms of their other mortuaries, but it doesn't mean that we are the ones who are going to contact the corpus burial. So we'll have to then look at the different municipalities uh, and make applications to those particular local authorities. If that needs to be approved on the other side, they also need to make other considerations. Okay. Yes. All right, great stuff. Uh, uh, and are we to make anything of the fact that, uh, for example, Johannesburg, which has got a lot of po- larger population, has fewer unidentified bodies than Pretoria? Is there any particular uh, anything anything we can glean into that kind of those numbers? I, I wouldn't say it's got few, but maybe it's got lesser in the sense that um, the metros. Uh, if you look at it, you say at the metros, you've got large numbers. Mm. One, they've got larger facilities. But secondly, I think because naturally the population dynamics at your metros, uh, you've got a higher, uh, large number of people that are residing okay. in the, in the metro, uh, metropolitan areas. Hence, even Jamestown, if you look at it, it's, it's, quite high, lady, uh, it's got 127 years. Okay. Mudala uh, Dale, thank you so much for talking to us. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks, man. Yeah, that's Gauteng, the spokesperson for the Department of Health in Gauteng, Mutala Dali Mudiba. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.